Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. Welcome back to the podcast, Julie Harris. Yes, thank you very much. It's going to be a great podcast today. You know, I had an interesting discussion with somebody the other day about why there's not a big, huge drop in the number of agents uh, in real estate. Everyone was anticipating there was going to be sort of a real estate agent apocalypse. I've heard different people saying different things. Mm -hmm. A lot of clickbaity garbage, basically. But the gist of it is, is year over year, I think you saw this, that yep. the total number of members of National Association of Realtors is down something by like 17,000 agents. Mm -hmm. And people are wondering, why the heck isn't, uh, aren't more agents leaving the business considering the transaction volume is down and all the normal you know, things that are happening as we're in this transitioning market? Which, by the way, listeners, if you've been listening to us uh, for the last 10 plus years, but specifically the last 24 months, we've been preparing you for this exact market. But that aside... So why aren't there more agents leaving the business? And the answer is, to me, very obvious, is because the vast majority of agents in the business are part-time. They have full-time jobs or, you know, whatever. They have other things going on in their lives. So a lot of folks get their uh, licenses anticipating that they'll need it or, you know, maybe some, an opportunity pops up or they're going to uh, finally ramp into their dream real estate career, those types of things. And those people are not going to leave real estate just because there's fewer sales happening because they weren't doing that many in the first place. So for those of you who thought there was going to be some uh, sort of big drop off in agents, it's sort of like the same uh, group of people that thought there was going to be some sort of big reduction in home values, the right. doomsdayer types. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think in uh, the, uh, I think time has proven out that in both cases those uh, assumptions were incorrect. People are not going to give up their real estate licenses and get out of real estate, and they're frankly we're not going to see a big drop in home values. But that's a different podcast. So this podcast specifically is for those of you who are. Um, part-time, but you want to go full-time. Now, here's another sort of funny, maybe not so funny twist on this. A lot of you are quote-unquote full-time, but you <laughs> yeah. don't realize you're actually working as if you were part-time. So what we're going to do is this is an overall plan that's going to put you into action to help you make, well, frankly, a lot of money and get a lot of momentum. And as always, we're going to keep this very practical, very tactical, and uh, just give you things that are we're not going to spend a lot of time on mindset and, you know, the, all that, you know, woo-woo stuff. We're focusing mostly on the things that are going to put you in a position to help as many people as you can and put money in your pocket as quickly as possible. Hopefully that's okay with all of you. <laughs> that's right. So essentially this is how to earn full-time money working potentially a part-time schedule. And that comes, as you said, in many flavors. That could be the quote full-time agent that really only has X amount of hours or is allocating that time essentially working part-time. You know, or it could be you're working completely other job and real estate is just your on, si on the side type of deal. This is for all of you. So we're going to talk about the actual how to earn full-time type of money on perhaps a more limited schedule. I think we should also say, because this will surprise a lot of people, in our industry, uh, part-time agents, I'm putting air quotes around part-time agents because like I said before, I've been kind of facetious, but I was also being honest. Right. A lot of full-time agents really are really only work part-time. If you actually were to figure out how many hours you're spending per day doing real estate activities are going to result in you helping someone make and uh, actually do a transaction. Most agents, and Julie and I have studied this over the last couple of decades, it's maybe if you're lucky, an hour a day. 
If we're being honest, yes. Now, so here's the miracle of the part-time agent. And this is the reason I think we have a lot of, you know, frankly, part-time agents that are very successful in our coaching program is because they don't have the time to waste. And I'll use this example. You're going to have to help me with his last name. Uh, Paul. I've, I'll tell you, it's Schoberg. Yeah, Schoberg. Some of you guys know who he is because we've mentioned his name before, but yeah. he's the best example. He is. So this guy was a full-time contractor uh, for the Central Intelligence Agency. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> so he was a contractor. He, had a, he has a software company. He's become very, very successful. But I was coaching him back when he was uh, spinning up the software company. And also, at the same time, his bro- real estate brokerage was doing great. And here's how we uh, created Paul's schedule is that he would work uh, in real estate on certain days during certain time frames, and the rest, and other than that, he wouldn't. And he was referring a lot of buyer leads out, so he's primarily focusing on listing leads. And those sellers then who had something to sell then or something to buy, he'd work with them too. But he was very focused. He did not waste time. So when he, I, in matter of fact, every Friday is when he'd work in his real estate business. And I'm, I'm assuming Saturday as well, but I know for sure Friday. And on those Fridays, it was like he was, you know, essentially... Uh, a Marine attacking the beach of Normandy, Normandy during World War II, right? <laughs> or maybe almost like somebody that works at the CIA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Somebody who's very, very focused, drilled down, getting things done, not wasting time. Efficient. Not efficient. And doing the things in real estate that was going to put money in his pocket the quickest and help the most people. So that's what's fascinating. If you are a full-time agent, you've got however many hours in the day you decide to uh, air quote yourself here in real estate, you know, that I'm, you know, selling real estate or whatever. Um, you know, I'm going to work on my brand. I'm going to work on my marketing. I'm going to work on my funnels. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on that. Well, a lot of working on and not a lot of actually getting things done is the unfortunate problem that most people suffer from, not just real estate people, but a lot of part-time people because they don't have that time to waste because they're balancing their full-time jobs. They're balancing their full-time mm-hmm. families, right? Sure. They're in are balancing the real estate career. A lot of them are going to be way more efficient. So it's kind of an interesting twist on the, I think, uh, you know, industry belief that part-time agents are somehow less than full-time agents. Our personal experience is uh, part-time agents that are professional and actually being focused are more efficient and thus will oftentimes make more money than full-time agents. I 1,000% agree from our coaching experience over the years and lots of specific examples like Paul. You know, I think it's called Pareto's Law that says that the task will grow to the time allotted. There you go. So if you're somebody and say you've got five leads to follow up on, you know, the quote full-time agent I mean, I've seen him take a week to call five leads back versus somebody like Paul who has two hours Friday afternoon and he's going to set an appointment and that's it. He will get it done faster and more efficiently, potentially not, you know, than everybody, but than most, you know, many agents that take longer than they should for those types of tasks. So So let's get down to it. So if you're a full-time agent who's now realizing you maybe are working uh, with part-time efficiency or if you're a part-time agent, you want to work and get full-time benefit. Here are the points that we wrote down for you today. We're going to go through these points relatively quick, and we're going to give you guys direction on how to uh, implement everyone. So point number one, Julie. Point number one, get the real estate treasure map. And here's the important part, actually follow it. This is your personalized fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. It helps you to identify what the goal is for you being in real estate, whether you're full-time or part-time. Are you working, for example, part-time until you can switch to full-time or is real estate always going to be supplemental? Either one is okay. But what is the income required for you? How many transactions will it take for you to get there? It's hard to hit a goal if you haven't defined the goal. I actually should mention this too. Sure. Again, I'm, all, I'm kind of nerding out a little bit because I'm just trying to correct a lot of the misinformation that's being passed around out there. 
especially amongst YouTubers, to be honest with you. A lot of people too, they don't realize that more people get their real estate licenses. And, and fortunately, this isn't really happening when there are job losses. So when people lose their jobs or people are not making as much money or getting as many hours or just something's happening that's causing them to not, you know, obviously make as much money, they will get you know, I think the kids call it nowadays side hustles or, mm -hmm. you know, they'll get real estate licenses. And that's the other thing that happens in a recession. People think in a recession, though we're not in a recession, but people think in a recession, a lot of people get out of real estate, don't get their licenses. The exact opposite is true. So it's kind of a fascinating industry that we're in. But in any event, so those of you who are listening to our podcast for the sake of using our content for creating your own content, and I know a lot of you out there do, especially on YouTube. Do keep that in mind and make sure you're not passing along misinformation. Julie, point number two. Point number two, become great at proactive lead generation immediately. A part-time agent who prospects is more efficient than a full-time agent who doesn't. The part-time agent will likely net a higher percentage of their income as well. Don't buy leads, for example. Every time you pay for your leads, you're adding to what you have to earn to meet or exceed your goals. You're actually moving backwards if you're buying leads. So we're going to take a half step back. What's the real estate treasure map, Julie? The real estate uh, treasure map is your personalized fill-in-the-blank business and life plan. So basically, when you join Premier Coaching, and all you've got to do is click the link in our show description below, or you can just go to premiercoaching.com. You can join Premier Coaching and then you're going to have immediate access to the, uh, you know, the real estate treasure map. But it is our business plan, basically, with a cheesy name. But that is going to give you a specific drill down exactly what you should be doing, uh, steps to take, financial goals, how to break down, you know, goals, a dream with an action plan and just the whole thing. All of the nuts and bolts of how to really the foundational tools that you definitely need to have to create a real estate business, really any business that are part of the real estate treasure map. And that is free when you join Premier Coaching. So just scroll down, click the link to join Premier Coaching. Um, it you know, takes about, I think, 17 seconds to join Premier Coaching. And when you do, you have full access to the first level. First level of Premier Coaching includes a daily semi-private coaching call with the Harris Certified Coach. But absolutely, positively, do get that done. And as Julie just said, with point number two, which reminded me to you know go back and review what point number one was, is that when you are using your treasure map, you're going to know exactly how much money you want to earn and have to earn. There's two different buckets there. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to figure out how to work your numbers backwards to figure out how many transactions you have to do. Once you actually have that uh, level of a mental and emotional control over your finances, then you're going to realize that there's actually, no, generally speaking, not a lot of need to buy buyer leads. Because let's say, for example, your goal as a part-time earner is going to earn I mean, you know, the average full-time agent earns, what, $90,000? That's right. And I think um, the average part-time or the average agent was earning less than $20,000, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's, it's like 11000 yeah. Right. So if you were to focus as a part-time agent, there's no reason you couldn't earn full-time income. But you're just going to have to drill down and really know what your numbers are. And you can do things like, for example, believe it or not, in many markets, you can create an abundance of buyer leads or seller leads or and seller leads mm -hmm. just doing open houses. There's so many different things you For can sure. do where you don't have to basically, you know, essentially buy leads. Buying leads is uh, perceived to be the easy button, but it's actually harder because A, you have to spend money, which many of you don't have the money to invest. So you're going to spend money on these leads. Then you're going to, you know, quickly discover that many of the leads that you're going to be spending money on aren't going to actually ever transact. Nor are they just your leads. And that doesn't have anything that that doesn't even include, right? That doesn't even include all the time you're going to spend working with those leads. In most cases, in an economy and a housing market like this, you are going to be better off. Look, if you need to, if you, someone throws you a lead and the lead is a great lead and you have to pay a you know large referral fee and you're needing to get cash flow flowing, that's fantastic. 
Really, when you're getting your your business out of the ground and you're really trying to you know build momentum, the answer is yes to all opportunities, and then you can become more uh, you know particular and more focused on profit as you start to uh, build some cash flow. But you know, be realistic. By the way, that's all laid out in the real estate treasure map. Point number three, Julie. Yes, point number three, track your numbers closely using the whiteboard system that we teach you in Premier Coaching because it's the only way you're going to actually know if you're on track ahead or behind on your financial goals. Now, remember, previous point, how do you know what your financial goals are? The treasure map's going to show you that. But concentrate heavily on lead generation and turning your leads into appointments. 90% of your time should be spent generating new business and 10% will go to appointments. That's an excellent, and this is something I think when we say this, people always sort of, it raises eyebrows, but it's true. You're being told in your real estate business that you have to get good at a whole bunch of different things. You have to build your brand. You have to do your marketing. You have to, you know, build websites, build funnels. You and have try to, this and try, and try this and try exactly build your team. You're being told you have to do all these things. Well, I want you to actually use your brain and I want you to actually ask yourself, if you have a limited amount of time, which all of us have, whether you're full or part-time, what is going to put you in a position to help the most people make the most money the quickest? Is it going to be doing things on, uh, you know, hoping and praying that one day those things will result in you making money, maybe possibly, or are you going to do the things that are going to put you in a position to help people make the most money the quickest? And that is a choice you have to make. So if you right now are part-time or even full-time and you're spending a lot of time doing things that might sometimes and might someday, hopefully you hope and pray in the future, create a transaction, or you today can do things that are going to make money that will get you paid in 60 days or less. You have to choose which one you're going to do. Now, the 60 days or less thing is probably going to require more immediate action. It's going to require more skill, but it's also going to result in you building momentum faster. I'm going to guess, ultimately, that's what you want. You want money now versus maybe money maybe money down the road, if ever, hopefully, maybe someday. Well, and and yeah. we're not talking about cold calling. We're not no. talking about, you know, over the phone prospecting necessarily. There's a lot of different things you can do to generate those immediate leads that frankly are, you don't have to speculate on whether something will work or not. I remember when Julie and I sold real estate, uh, we did both, right? And we coach you guys to do the same thing. We did proactive lead generation. We did passive lead generation. But always, every year, so, you know, we when we hit like 100, then 200 homes per year, and we'd always go and figure out exactly, we kept track along the way of where all of our leads came from. You know, originally, we didn't really start doing this in earnest until our third year in the business. And I was shocked how many of those transactions were really coming directly from proactive lead generation, but also from referrals for past clients from the people we proactively lead generated to, and how few of the transactions were actually coming from marketing. That's true. Anything speculative. And, you know, when we talk about proactive lead generation, I think you make a good point that a lot of our listeners immediately go to, oh, you must be talking about cold calling. Not necessarily. For well, some we, of you, that may be your thing. We don't even advocate cold calling. We we get like, you guys shouldn't be cold calling. That's an enormous waste of time. That's just stupid. Circle prospecting, just listed. Yeah, just sold, don't waste your stuff. time. You oh, might as well call the phone book or, you know, exact, random people. Right. And that's just, it's so bizarre that like cold calling, like someone will try to put, for example, calling your centers of influence and past client into the cold calling bucket. No, they're not the same. No. Someone will try to even, you know, those, those types of leads are completely different than, as Julie just said, a bunch of randos on a list of paper. Don't waste your time doing, uh, you know, any kind of calling to people that are not already have, don't already have their hands mm -hmm. in their air and have a high probability of wanting to tra transact. That's just a silly waste of time. No, we're not talking about that. And I know why non-coaches, trainers, office managers, whoever, 
sometimes ask you to do that. I'll tell you exactly why it is from a coaching perspective, because agents will ask us that, right? Okay. It is number one to get you on the phone and break the ice. Okay. We can do that. You can also do that calling something warmer than that, but it's also because it's conflict free. You're just basically a public service announcement. The house was listed in your neighborhood and there is a one in probably 150 approximately chance that you're going to bang your head on a lead. That doesn't even mean that they are motivated, qualified, or really that interested. So the ratios, nobody talks to you guys about ratios because many of the people telling you to do this cold calling circle prospecting business either have never done it themselves, don't know what else to get you to do, but it doesn't mean that it's effective. It's not effective. All it does is get you on the phone conflict-free and while away your time. Well, and also since you've touched on something, a lot of brokers will have new agents do exactly what you just said because, you know, hello, this is Bob with, you know, XYZ real estate. And I don't know if you realize this, but there's a new listing on your street, that type of thing. Well, really what that broker's doing is getting these new agents essentially to do cold calling for the benefit of uh, making the community more you know, brand aware of that broker's business. In other words, yeah. the broker has a bunch of agents in there that are making these calls. And really what the agents are doing is free marketing on behalf of that broker. A lot of that sort of thing, you guys got to start using your heads and thinking this stuff through. Because really, frankly, there's no reason that everyone can't be successful in real estate. There are enough. There is enough available transactions that will certainly be trans, yep. you know, happening over the next, you know, ten years. That you know, people. This is the other thing I think is fascinating. You know, I had a conversation with someone the other day, and they said there are too many agents in the industry. Well, how can that possibly be true? It doesn't make mm -hmm. sense that there's too many. Matter of fact, there could be probably three or five times as many. Because if you are looking strictly at historical data. Uh, and ignoring future demographic demand, there's actually probably, if you then you consider how many of those agents are part-time versus full-time, there is going to be more demand for more agents going forward than there is now because the number of people that are going to be doing transactions, the number of uh, you know baby boomers, millennials, everybody in between, there's going to be for the you know, rest of our lives an enormous demand for real estate. That's not going to drop off. Nope. That's not going to change. That's not going to subside. You know, so if anything, this is a massive growth industry. I 100% agree. So speaking of brokers, point number four, choose your broker wisely, whether you are part-time or full-time, make a profit on your transactions in more than just one way. Choose a broker already operating in the metaverse that has revenue share opportunities and stock awards, as well as the immediate support that you need. And right, as always, we are definitely advocating for eXp Realty. So make sure you check out eXp Realty. We've uh, there's links for you to learn more about eXp Realty at the top of the description of today's show. Uh, Julie and I have been with eXp Realty. They've been, um, you know, we've, I think it's arguably one of the best business decisions that we've made to date. Totally agree. And, and the simple fact is, is that eXp led the way on creating, as Julie just said, a brokerage model that allows agents to earn money for more than just real estate transactions. And the impact that's had on many people's lives, frankly, including ours, is, you know, it's it's life-changing. It's just, it's exceptional. Yes. So if you're looking for a broker upgrade or looking to choose a broker in the first place, definitely click on the link above and um, you'll be able to watch some videos about eXp Realty. And also, if you're ready to choose your eXp Realty sponsor, Julie and I are certainly encouraging you to connect direct connect directly with us. And you can text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. And remember, the link is above if you just want to, or below, really, if you're on iTunes or Spotify mm -hmm. or whatever. But yeah, just click and you can um, you know watch the videos or just text me directly at 
888-500-0206 if you're ready to join and you're looking for a sponsor. All right, Julie, point number five. Point number five, get your pre-listing package, buyer's presentation, and listing presentation done, learned, polished as soon as possible. Your job is to earn while you learn. Why? Because knowledge equals confidence and ignorance equals fear. These presentations, again, the pre-listing package, buyer presentation, and formal listing presentation will give you the confidence you need to succeed. And I have to say, Tim, some of my most recent conversations with the agents who are looking at maybe becoming an elite coaching client or some of our one-on-one clients, it's very interesting what we're discovering. Many of them have done really well in the past market not either not having all of this done or not needing it as much or not having it polished. And now with a transitioning market where sellers are more particular and there's less buyer business, they have recognized, hey, you know what? Now's the time I really do need to polish my skills. I need to upgrade my presentations. Why? Because it's getting more competitive out there. Well, you the 100% thing you said was knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. And if you ask yourself why it is agents that you're not more aggressively pursuing becoming a listing agent, it's let's just be honest, because you know it's going to be, it's going to require a higher level of skill, and it's going to require you competing. You're going to have to, you know, expose yourself to potentially being um, rejected. All these things, right? Uh, so that's the reason that you need to have a more formal, proven system. I, you know, our pre-listing package is probably, I think, one of the most powerful things that's included with Premier Coaching. Absolutely. And the pre-listing pack essentially acts as your silent salesperson. It's going to do a majority of the work for you prior to you getting to the seller's house, so that when you're at the seller's house. All the big, nasty, hairy questions. Objections. <laughs> objections, right, have already been answered. So you can just, and the, that's the reason our listing presentation, generally speaking, lasts like 20 minutes, maybe 15. It's because the pre-listing pack did all the question answering prior to you getting there. And so the seller actually is very thankful that you've removed the stress from the appointment to the point where you're going to, like, if you're competing against somebody who doesn't have a pre-listing package and you send over our pre-listing package, which is customized and personalized for you, and the seller sees that, goes through the pages, realizes, well, I don't have to ask you know, Bob about commission. I don't have to ask him about listing term. I don't have to ask him about communication. I don't have to ask him about all these other service guarantees, all the USPs and the reversal, uh, risk reversals that are included with the uh, pre-listing pack. They're all there. That seller is going to immediately feel great about you because you're obviously more professional. And oftentimes, believe it or not, listeners, that's all it's going to take for you to get the listing. We've had new agents who have used our system, um, you know, to a T, used the pre-listing pack and kicked the asses of the, uh, I think, old guard real estate agents mm-hmm. in some of the most expensive markets in the United States. And that this market here that we're in now is a perfect time for a new agent, or if you're not a new agent, but you want to move to a more expensive market, which I think is a you know smart move for all of you, you can take advantage of the apathy and the complacency that most of these, I think, old guard real estate agents mm-hmm. are going to have. And you can you know, slide into that market, use the pre-listing pack, have a more professional approach, and you will take listings. How do I know? Aside from the thousands of agents that we've coached over the years that have done just that, Billy and I did just that when we sold real estate. That's I mean, right. We went for an average sale price of like 200 grand to an average sale price that was over a million. And we did it inside 12 months. And the great news was the exact system that we are using is what's included in Premier Coaching and the rest of our coaching programs. But the exact system that we used to sell $200,000 houses, now this was back mostly in the 90s, was the same system that we used when selling houses that were $2 million. So guess what? It'll work for you as well. Point number seven, Julie. Uh, Point number six, actually. Point number six, know what makes you money in real estate. Boy, this is a big point. You were talking about People are trying to talk you into trying this, that, and the other, and you have to implement all of these different things. No, 
there's only a few things that actually make you money in real estate. That's lead generation, absolutely by far the most number one thing on the list. That's why it's first, lead generation, furiously fast lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. You can virtually ignore everything else and simply lather, rinse, repeat, going right back to lead generation and doing that list again. You always sneak that pre, uh, furiously fast lead follow up in, and, and we always okay. we're not in complete agreement about that. And I'll, I'm not someday saying, I'll explain why, but sorry. I am, <laughs> I'm not saying Julie's wrong, or I'm not saying I'm right, though I am. What I'm saying is, if you're really good at your lead generation, you're really good with your pre-qualifying, you're not going to have to worry too much about uh, lead follow-up. And so if you're actually having a meaningful conversation with a buyer or ideally a seller, and you've I've taken a scripted professional approach and you pre-qualified them and you set an appointment, there's no lead follow-up to do. Now, I know that doesn't work in every case, but for the most part, what you really have to get good at, and you can take the other side of this That's if fine. you'd like, what you have to get really good at is proactive lead generation, uh, pre-qualifying and appointment setting. And then you could argue also negotiating and presenting are important as well because you do all the work and you show up and you know, you're a terrible presenter. Well, then you, know, right. you just lost the opportunity. But really the most important thing in any business, you, here, think about this listeners. You can have, and this is outside of real estate. Let's say you have a marginal product it doesn't even, I, I'm looking at Boost Mobile, for example, right? Mm -hmm. With that Ryan, what's his name? The actor, um, I don't remember his name. I have yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Boost Mobile. Our, there's no way Boost Mobile service, and I'm, you know, I'm sure it's fantastic, just using it as an example. But it's unlikely, let's say, that Boost Mobile service is going to be as efficient as T-Mobile. But where they're 100,000 times better mm -hmm. is the marketing to promote Boost. Uh, sure. Yeah. Because people are like liking the commercials and they're funny and it's, you know, engaging and the product is supposedly, you know, the same and all the rest of it. Moral of the story is, is you can have an okay product, but great marketing and great lead generation and you're going to do really well. But if you have, uh, if you have a, a, a fantastic product, but you're really crappy at sales and lead generation, you're not, you're going to fail. It doesn't matter. Now the, yeah. the hot setup obviously is to have a really great product and really great marketing. And then you have something like Apple, which is worth several trillion dollars now. You guys get the point? So when you're thinking through this, if you have to get really good at one thing and you're just building momentum in your business, the number one thing for you to get really good at is proactive lead generation and then pre-qualifying. Generate the leads and they get on those leads urgently. A lot of you are in the business, you got in the business and you were, you were seduced into believing that your system was supposed to be generate the leads, stick them in a funnel, yeah. drip on them, have a VA pre-qualify them. So you're wondering why you're not making more money. It's because you, your system is too complex. So your move should be, if you're wanting to build revenue fast, start calling people back yourself. Or, St you know, answer the phone in the first place. Now I'm actually validating Julie's thing. Call them back right away, furiously fast lead follow-up, right? Okay. Oh, we'll now circle. I see your point. Yes, because not everybody will be a direct connection. I answered the phone yeah. or I'm face-to-face -face, or I'm having coffee, whatever. So when I say furiously fast lead follow-up, you, you hit the nail on the head that you know, some, this just drives me crazy. Sometimes we'll have an email or a text from an agent that'll say, I need help with more lead generation. So one of us will call to follow up and their voicemail's full, right? So what kind of leads are lurking in your voicemail and in all of your complicated, you know, double opt-in systems that you haven't connected with yet? And just for the record, by when she says one of us, she means one of our coaches because we're not returning, we're not calling you back with you. Yeah. So that's one of our coaches. Yeah, but they'll, they'll report in going, well, their voicemail's full. And yeah, if you're in Premier Coaching and you have a question in between calls and you're going to message one of the coaches, the coaches are going to follow up, but they're always going to tell you the same thing. So stop looking for answers. 
That is also the funny thing, right? I know. I, it H- is. But, but I, you know, this also goes to things like open house leads, right? Don't sit on your open house leads. You've got a sign-in list with emails and phone numbers. And some of you guys will sit on that for two weeks until you feel desperate enough to try and shake loose another deal. Same night or at the worst case scenario, the following day. That's what I mean by furiously fast lead follow-up. Yeah, that's true. Just but don't sit you, on your leads. But when you call them back, you have to have a scripted professional approach uh-huh. where you're going to call them back and you're going to root out what their levels of motivation or whether they have houses for sale or houses to sell. You guys get the point here. You're going to have to be a lot more direct, be a lot more professional. And here's what will happen. A lot of you are resisting that level of professionalism because you're perceived, you don't want to be perceived as being too pushy or whatever. How are you being perceived now, right? How do you see yourself now as an untransacting agent? You're not perceived at all. Exactly. You're not even on the radar. So why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, overcorrect towards the professional side and then you can, you can uh, edit it back so that it's more in alignment with your personality opposed to basically not even trying in the first place. Hopefully that makes sense at all of you. Point number seven. Okay, both points number seven and eight go to the subconscious thing that some of you guys, especially part-timers, are thinking, what if I get really busy? Uh, You know what? That's such a funny thing. I know. Here, here, I'll answer the, I'll summarize seven and eight. Worry about that when it's a problem. Right. You want to go to point nine? Sure. (laughs) They can (laughs) can see the notes below. But I mean, isn't that basically it? It is. Well, I'll quickly do it. So you can get a transaction coordinator if you're averaging two transactions per month for 90 days. Until then, you don't need one. And you don't need a part. I would be very, very apprehensive to to hire a full-time transaction coordinator. In our best-selling book, Harris Rules, we talk about this. And you have to adjust what I'm about to say depending on your sale price. But as a rule, you have to be doing at least, again, if your sale price is, say, a million dollars you know, versus, say, 100000 adjust accordingly. But we want you to do at least three transactions, or is it five? What did you put in Harris Rules? Was it five? I, uh, to get a TC, I said two per month for 90 days straight, so okay. you have consistency. So there you go. So you have to have done, prior to hiring a transaction coordinator, two deals per month for at least 90 days in a row. Uh, consistently. And again, the consistent part is the main thing. And when you hire a TC, then especially a a good one, then you're going to have even more consistency. But here's the thing that's really blown up over the last, like, I don't know, five years. Mm -hmm. You can buy or buy, you can use a virtual transaction coordinator and they really do a fantastic job. By deal, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to have somebody on salary. I think, honestly, I do think that's crazy because then you're paying them even if you're not making any money and that doesn't make any sense. But the other things like SkySwip and the rest of it has really made the whole process much simpler. Um, but yeah, when you get really successful, you're going to want a full-time, you know, you can call them whatever you want to admin transaction coordinator, whatever it's going to be. That makes sense. Someone to help you organize your life and keep your transactions on track, but don't think you have to start out that way. And maybe you actually never have to hire a full-time person because you can just hire someone to manage the process as the transactions show up in your life. Point number eight. And point, point number eight is, you know, to the getting busy thought. No agents to refer business to if you get overscheduled and track those referrals. Eliminate that feeling of what if what I'm doing works really well, I'm not ready to handle it through referring if you have to. Maybe you're Paul in D.C. and his regular job is has got him really scheduled up. Well, referral agents, not team members, you don't need to build a team. Always say, yes, it would be my pleasure to help you with that. And then refer them to another agent that you trust or ask your premier coaching clients to connect you to somebody our, our coaching clients who deals with each other all the time. There are agents out there that will never want to work on the listing side. So the one thing you can't refer out in your local market are listings. You have to take the listings yourself. But if you've got an excess number of buyers, 
as Julie just said, refer those buyers out to the agents that only want to work with buyers in your marketplace. And by the way, that's 99% of Tons them. Tons of them. And then charge them a 35% referral fee. You'll actually make more net income referring your transactions out to agents at 35% than you ever would have if you had them as buyer's agents. And yep. We talked about that on previous podcasts. But guys, focus on what the recurring message here is. Get into action, be of service to other people, and you will make more money faster, even in a market like this you can possibly imagine. Don't allow yourself to be lured into believing that real estate is anything other than simple because this is an incredibly simple business. It's just as simple as what we're laying out to you guys now and what you'll learn more about when you join Premier Coaching. Point number nine, Julie. Point number nine, discuss with your spouse and family what it's going to take and get their support. Remember, you can use the treasure map to support your discussions. Explain to them how your whiteboards work so they can see that your efforts are netting results. Keep them on your team. You all need to be rowing the ship in the same direction. So actually talk about it with your spouse, your family, et cetera. It is important you guys understand there are places in your business as your business evolves for marketing, advertising, for branding, for funnels, for drip campaigns, for social media, for all this stuff. There are places in your business at, you know, as you evolve, as you climb the mountain where you're going to want to add those things. But again, the, the focus on this podcast was essentially getting you into immediate action, whether you're a new agent, a part-time agent, or whether you're a full-time agent who's been realizing they're only getting part-time results because they didn't have a plan. But you can do the marketing and the advertising. We have, we're big advocates of it. I mean, Julie and I do a ton of stuff on social media. We do a ton of stuff on YouTube. I mean, this podcast you're listening to right now technically is new media, right? So we're big advocates of it. But the idea that someone's going to come into the business and told that they're having to build all these very complex systems that may or may not ever produce any meaningful, tangible financial results is asinine because there's so many other things you can be doing that will get you in a, a essentially a more urgent position to make money. If you don't make money, most of you, you're not, I mean, how viable is your, you know, future in real estate? It's not, you're just going to be a part-timer that never sells anything. So focus on what we're telling you because it definitely does work in any market, in any price range. Point number 10, Julie. Point number 10, ask for help when you need it. Don't be out in the real estate wilds all by yourself. Part-time agents are welcome in all of our coaching programs. We have pilots, firefighters, teachers, and even an actual real, honest-to-God rocket scientist. And evidently spies. I checked. And spies. Yes, we do. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, it is funny how that we have a lot. Well, you know what? I noticed there has been a drop-off in airline pilots. I, I think it's because, you know, travel is, you know, I think there's again. actually a pilot shortage, so they're probably all employed again. I think you're right. That's yeah. why. But you know what? There were a ton of them who were joining there were, right there. There yeah. were. Yeah. And they listened. Uh, hopefully they weren't listening. If you're a pilot and you're flying a commercial airliner. Listening to our podcast. Listening right to now. our podcast. I don't know what. I, I don't know what to say. I guess. You're okay. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> exactly. Point number 11. Point number 11. Don't listen to anybody who tells you you can't do it. Real estate in general, sales in general, being a listing agent. It's not up to them. It's up to you. Here's your mindset. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. That's your mentality and take massive action daily. And the, Julie's other little saying, which I really like, uh, as I'm a doer, I get things done. I'm a doer, and, I do things, now I get things done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you have that memorized. So, <laughs> so it's fascinating. I think you guys, a lot of you are attracted to Julie as uh, being your private coach and she is always looking for um, elite coaching clients. And if you want to be coached by Julie in elite coaching, it is our most expensive and most onerous and most challenging coaching program that we offer. Some of you are ready for that. If you're wanting to be in Julie's schedule, just text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Text me a little video. That'd be great. Um, telling me about your experience in real estate, or you can just, you know, obviously text me something about that. 
and then we'll pick up the conversation. And if I think you're a good fit for Julie's schedule, then you'll talk to Julie and she'll interview you and you'll interview her and you guys will decide if you're a fit. So if that's you, 512-758-0206. But a lot of the reasons I think, and a lot of the coaching clients Julie picks up are people that are, you know, I think recovering procrastinators as you were. Yes. I I think that there's a strain to that for sure. I would say my other uh, most common request is realize that I did really well when the market was hotter and easier. And now I'm starting to wonder what's going on because a lot of the past client center of influence business has kind of dried up because they all either refinanced or bought in the past three or five years. Um, So we've got that. We have agents that seem to have plateaued at like you know, choose your volume number. I, I hear a lot like 20 to 40 million and they want to go to the next level. So they've got a lot of great stuff figured out and they've become a little bit competitive, but now they want to really, really turn on their burners. And I just kind of specialize in that. I tease them that, you know, we, we don't really raise agents that are just dabbling. We raise superstars. So eat your Wheaties and get ready to work. And I think we have a lot of fun seeing them succeed at that next level too. You have clients that aren't necessarily in that 60 to you know, 40 million range uh, that are newer, but they came to the business with past sales experience. Yes, that's true too. And they came to the business with a little bit, well, hell, with a lot more uh, business acumen. Yes, they're motivated. They have a sales background. They understand a lot of the things that we teach you on the podcast. Remember, a podcast is not coaching. It's training. We're just exposing you to the things that we do in coaching. I'll tell you the best ones yep. that when I'm getting mm-hmm. some of these texts and videos. Sure. If I hear somebody, if they're like, say they're a newish agent, but they have a good sale price, mm-hmm. but they used to be a professional athlete. Oh yeah, I love them. If they have right, if they have any kind of experience where they were coached prior in a you know a competitive environment, yeah. those are always the best clients. Yeah, because they see that there is a relationship between effort and results and that practice matters. I, I was working on a podcast, like, why do they call it your real estate practice? Because you're supposed to be practicing. You're supposed to be getting better. Remember I told you that thing about they studied figure skaters and the best ones were practicing the things that they weren't good at more than, you know, just repetitively. No, no, they're, doing. They're, they're practicing the things they were good at. Well, they, okay. So to get to the next level, you have to actively practice the things that cause you to get to the next level, the harder jumps, the things that right. are difficult for you. But what she's saying, listen to what she's saying. It's a nuanced approach. And this definitely is how it works. When you're, when you're working with someone at this level as a private coach, Julie's not going to frankly spend a lot of time trying to get you to do something that you're not already good at. She's going to find out what you're good at and she's going to make you the best ever at it. And all the other things you're either going to stop trying to do or you're going to delegate. Because when you're operating at the highest level, when you look at anybody who's operating at the highest level, really, they're generally speaking, they're not polymaths. They're not good at a bunch of different things. No, They're really good at maybe if they're lucky three things. So the self-discovery, what those three things are and the acceptance that once you become the world's best at those three things, that's when you can start handing the market its ass. That's really what high level coaching is all about. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it is exciting. That's <laughs> yeah, fun. hundred percent. So listen, uh, guys, your homework for today's podcast is take action on this information. And also, you know, tens of thousands of you listen to us every single day between YouTube and all the different socials that we share. And of course the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, et cetera. Please give us a five-star review on iTunes. It means the world to us and include a comment. What it is that you love this podcast? How are we helping you in your career? Um, and then, yeah, that's a huge return of favor to us because then it tells all those fancy algorithms that the podcast is uh, something they should be sharing with other people and that help us helps us to get the word out. So please do that. So your homework is to take action on the things we talked about and please do give us a five-star review. Thanks and have a fantastic day.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.